Is uh, is on the air. I'm Gene George. I'm Brody Foster Hubbard. And if you drop that Rebecca Black song into this, I'm going to punch you in the mads. Not going to happen. Don't Good. worry. Thank you. Maybe the death metal version cover of it. But... Oh, they do that yet? <laughs> oh, it's been done. Yeah, I'm sure. It's been brought. In. She seems like a nice girl. She is. Um, is she really? I'm sure she's a nice girl from the OC. Is she from the OC? Yeah, yeah. She's a local that. girl. I didn't know that. Support your local pop YouTube artist. sensation artist. Yeah. Again. It's just a shitty song. <laughs> um, and a horrible video. It's just bad. It's just bad on a lot of levels. But like we've said before, this has all been done. Um, okay, so when we last we left the show, I was having a shit hemorrhage about Wikipedia. Yes. Now, so you can't edit your own page. Correct. So if somebody says, Brody Foster Hubbard is, you know, a giant plush troll who eats children and craps out toxic waste you're like oh curse you i can't edit that um correct uh, that is patently ridiculous but because that is an untrue fact that is not cited by any reputable publication then somebody else is gonna remove it entirely. assuming anybody cares right 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 but i'm just saying it's it's you know obviously if that's done let's just say celebrity Mike Myers' webpage. <laughs> um, uh, cat just came stampeding in here. Um, uh, yeah, but 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 it still it makes no sense that you can't edit your own page. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. Right. I, I don't know what I mean. Obviously, it makes no sense to me. I you know there's so many rules for wikipedia editing you know it's it's not i don't edit articles it's not something i'm interested in it's, i've edited it's, stuff it's, like I've, i like correcting typos and yeah yeah they annoy the piss out of sure me. no i totally understand that but there's so many weird rules about it that it's 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 very overwhelming and just too daunting to for me to want to make any sort of hobby out of it it can't be that it can't be that bad I mean, you know but 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 i, I admit that not being able to edit your own page is ridiculous yeah. I mean, my page, yeah. I'm going to look at my page right now. Everybody go to Brody Foster Hubbard's Wikipedia page. I mean, it's focused on my music career. Right. And it's it, it, it ends as soon as I moved to L.A. Mm-mm. And the history, I mean, it's any of the, it looks like any of the art, uh, edits that have been done to it are either like weird punctuation things or we don't have a category for Arizona musicians. Now this is categorized under, under musicians from Arizona. You know, like weird, like little right, right. label administrivia, and then like some vandalism, and then people reversing the vandalism. Right. Um, What's the vandalism? What? 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 Like Brody's gay. You know, just bullshit stuff. <laughs> does it say who that came? <laughs> uh, probably, it probably does. I don't know. I think most of it's like anonymous IP addresses of like people who like commandeered a computer at Borders or something. Right, right, right. So, what you gonna do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do, T? Mm. They keep pulling me back in. That was that was like a multi-layered. That's little Steven. <laughs> as. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. What's the actor's name? I'm trying to think. Uh, little, little Stevie. Steve, Steve, yeah, Stevie Van Zandt. Stevie Van Zandt. As. <laughs> no, no, it's Stevie Van oh. Zandt. 
is Silvio Dante is, is Al Pacino <laughs> is Michael Corleone. Yeah, Michael Corleone. Yeah, exactly. I was going to do that. I was going to pursue that line, and I just, I just, I, it's I, too much. I bailed on it. I bailed on it. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't have the balls for that. Um, well, let's, let's answer a couple questions. We got a couple questions. Oh, okay. Well, the, here's a quick one from Megan Marie, uh, my wife, she, and she. This is she's trying to cheat on her homework. She wants to know about the Port Huron statement, which I know nothing about. I looked it up just on Wikipedia. It's a uh, manifesto of the Students for Democratic Society. You, Tom, Tom Hayden. Yeah, you were saying it's outdated. Well, I think I, I think a lot of it is a lot of it is outdated. I mean, well, I mean, the, the the gist of it, as I read, is it's basically a statement against institutional racism and how, um, you know, it, you know what it is. Okay, I don't know much about Tom Hayden per se, <clears throat> but it totally reads like something a bunch of students would have put together activist students in the 60s. Right, right, right. It states the fucking obvious that racism has been a problem in the Americas since Christopher Columbus. It's like, oh, welcome. Oh, what fraternity are you? Like Alpha Kappa, duh. It's like, yes, of course <laughs> it has. And it's, you know, it's still, you know, we're, we, we, we're, we're, you know, Obama's in the White House. We are not in a post-racial America. Right. You know, it's like there are still going to be yokels out there who hate these, you know, whatever the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, and, and, you know, it, it it's just it seems to me to be, um, you know, kind of obvious yeah. and very undergraddy, very like the you know the the revolution the socialist revolution was co opted by Stalin and it's it's very coffee house. You know whether it's right or not mm-hmm. is it's very, it just seems to me to be very like stomp your foot kind of undergrad. So it's not necessarily the sentiment, it's more the way it's articulated that you find cheesy. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the thing, is the sense, you know, it's like, it's, it's, I think part of growing up is, is learning about how the systems that you participate in willingly or unwillingly work, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, doing, making the changes that you can, and, and there's that, there's that, you know, student revolutionary kind of change the world sort of thing right. that comes across as scorchingly naive when you look at it from you know twenty years, you know, hence. Yeah. Um, uh, when you were twenty years older, I should say, because the that statement was written in the early sixties. For the time, I'm sure it was you know kind of ahead of its ahead of the curve. Sure, 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 sure. But but. You know the sentiment that there's racism and that Stalinism derailed the workers' paradise was not anything. There weren't synthesizing anything new mm-hmm. there. And I would point out to the young students for democratic society that um, Lenin was not much better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I'm sure they were all hardcore Trotskyites. All I know of that is uh, what I learned watching Animal Farm. <laughs> right, right, right. Napoleon is uh, Stalin. Right, right, right. Trotsky's uh, Snowball, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, it's very much, it, it seems to me very dated and naive in a lot of ways. Right. Even as it was supposed to be progressive. Right. So, there you go, Megan. Good luck on your midterm, baby. <laughs> And, and and try not to ask podcasts for for, <laughs> for crib notes on things. It's probably not a good idea. And this is going to air Friday, 
So wins that midterm. Right. Who knows? She doesn't listen to the show anyway. Yeah, so who gives a crap? Um, to, that's the studio audience. That's the studio, exactly. Um, so, uh... <laughs> we could do an impromptu interview with them. They're actually both very awesome, creative people. No, let's keep it in the family right now. Um... <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. We should. We should. I'm sure they would appreciate that. Uh, uh, we have any other questions? We should. I think we have another. Oh, question. You, yeah, you did. You said we did. Yeah. But we, do you, uh, I don't have any more. No. Oh, I Not thought you were. I thought you were. You were looking at our. Uh, I was, but no, none. None have come up well, as far as I know. But I'll check. Wait, are they all like pouring in now? <laughs> did the Did the word about these minisodes get out already? <laughs> exactly. Hey, I have a midterm too. Help me out, man. No, <laughs> well, they're not. They're not about. To... It's like that scene at the end of PCU where uh, there everybody's going to Jeremy Piven trying to buy uh, term papers at the last minute. Right. I was uh, in the test audience for that movie. Did I talk about this on the podcast? Uh, maybe. I, I was a, a, a. I was marketed to. Those aren't girls. Those are women. It's called girls and the pop your figs. That's the line <laughs> I remember from that movie. Uh, a young Ms. Thayer was in that movie. Which one, though? Or Thayer, not Sarah. Maria? No. The one who was also on Weeds and Mr. Show. Not the one who's married to Andy Richter. Maybe Sarah Thayer. If only there was some website, some database that told you. Oh, I think we're talking about... Oh, I think we're talking about a totally different person. Because I thought you were talking about Maria Thayer who's on Eagleheart. Who's, uh, right. No, does, no, no, uh, no, no, thrilling no. adventure with the, uh, the I was actually talking about... Name coming here in a moment. Oh, please. Becky Thire. Okay. Her sister uh, is uh, was on Strangers with Candy and is married to Andy Richter. Becky Thire, on the other hand, was in PCU, Mr. Show, Weeds, a bunch of good stuff. Uh, she was on she was on Six Feet Under. She's been in a bunch of good stuff. Sarah Thire. Oh, she she's a voice on Dinky Crow Show. On Drinky Crow. Uh, Becky Thayer was, yeah. Yeah. yeah she, T- Tony she, Millionaire's Drinky Crow? She's Phoebe Bird. On, on Drinky Crow? Yeah. I love Tony She's Millionaire. on Parks and Rec. She's done tons of stuff. Yeah, and so you can see her like when she was practically a kid <laughs> in that movie on, in PCU. Um, Sarah Thayer, on the other hand, Stranger with Candy, uh, Upright Citizens Brigade, The Mighty Bee, Children's Hospital. So, yeah. Uh, wrote that great book, Dark at the Roots. You're just reading shit off the internet, dude. <laughs> okay. We're ten minutes in, and you're just reading shit off the internet. All right. Oh, Friday. Questions from uh, th- Did you look it up? Uh, Brody, Bowie, and Jagger. The question's from um, Unsupervised. That's Lou, Lou Cementa. Lou Cementa. Bowie and Jagger. Who is on top? Uh, on top of the charts? Is that what the question is? I believe uh, this is the... Uh, I, I believe this is the famed Bowie and uh, and uh, Mick Jagger having uh, a a gay affair, a homosexual affair uh, together. I, the I, best I, kind of affair. The best kind of affair. Besides black tie. Black <laughs> tie. What am I, a farmer? <laughs> <clears throat> that is. Uh, it all comes back to Thirty Rock for me now. Um, I think famously, weren't they found in bed together, like? Laying in bed together. Well, not here's the story. Okay. Um, You're just reading shit off the internet. Angela Bowie. All right. 
after the expiration of a gag order went on the Joan Rivers show. Oh, I bet you there was a gag order. And and she's the one who said that she caught David Bowie in bed with Mick Jagger. Uh, Howard Stern asked her more about it when she was on his show. Bowie. Um, That's the first and last fucking time I will ever say that. Basically, that they were in bed together naked. That's what she found them doing. Not right. that they were necessarily having the sex. Um, but they David, were maybe post-coitalists. David Bowie's lawyer stated that any implication that there was ever a gay affair between Mick Jagger and David Bowie is an absolute fabrication. Of course a lawyer would say that. Well, here's the thing. When it comes to people and their sexuality, my policy is, okay, you're saying you're that? I believe you. I take your word for you. I think it would be... Plus, who would not have sex with David Bowie? (laughs) What year was that? Uh, That this all happened. Is that Ziggy Stardust, David Bowie? Or Thin White Duke, David Bowie? Well, oh, it's actually... uh, no, she, I mean the, the accusations came out in May 1990. No, no, no. But, but, but uh, I don't think she was specific about when she caught them. She not not. You're on the internet. You should be able to figure this out <laughs> in no time flat. Um, it is, honestly does not uh, it does not say it's not, just that they were. Well, okay. So let's 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 deal in theoreticals here. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of conspiracy theories about it. Yeah. <laughs> Really? About Rolling Stone's song Angie and the oh, assumption that, that Angie was Angela Bowie herself. Fuck, fuck that. that. I don't give a crap about that. So so the question is, is it... Oh, so it was actually, I'm sorry, Mick, not Mick Jagger's ex. It was David Bowie's ex, Angela Bowie. Who, I think you the said Gagger. that. Okay, I thought I said Mick Jagger's ex. I was no. thinking Jerry Hall. No. Um, okay, so let's but, just take this in theory. And, oh, but by the way, and that Angie being about her or Angela being about her, what's the song name? How, how would um, Tony Danza say that song name? Angie, Angela, Samantha, Mona. So, man of, I'm a man of literally a dozen voices. So there's all these rumors about the song Angie being about her and or her sleeping with Jagger or that the song was actually about David Bowie himself because it's a Rolling Stones song, Angie. Right. Oh, right. So anyway, and like, was this some sort of revenge for that? Like her, you know, there's all. Oh, these her things. just her just saying that they were in bed together. Sure, right, right, right. right. Like Rod Stewart and the uh, right. having semen pumped out of his stomach. Right, right. And so yeah, I, I I believe you are whatever you say you are, and I'll take you at your word for it until. Well, well that's know. not. We're not answering the question. Right, 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 right. The question is: is in theory, are they dancing in the the street? Exactly. Um, in theory, uh, who would be you know. The top and who would be the bottom, I guess, would really be what we're talking about here. Uh, I'd say they trade turns. I would think because I, because I would I would imagine I, I would imagine they're both generous lovers. I would <laughs> well, but you know, it, it may not necessarily be generosity; it may be pro- proclivity. Mm-hmm. But but I think that given they're both seem to be the alpha males, you know, that, and 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 if if in theory this is going down, mm-hmm. maybe if it was being done for, you know shock purposes or, or experimentation that right. maybe they would trade off. Which, I mean, Michael Stipe and Kurt Cobain, something happened between them. That's on the record. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for them. Michael Stipe, <laughs> not an attractive dude. <laughs> not aging gracefully. He was a creepy ice cream man on uh, Pete and Pete. He was a creepy ice cream man on Pete and Pete. He is cadaverous. He's like, he's Russian James Carville for like <laughs> the most cadaverous human. Yeah. I mean, he is pretty much like, you know, if music choice has anything, you know, their their stock photo of him 
Not the most flattering stock photo you can find of Michael Stipe. <laughs> also, REM, I'm going to say it, does not hold up. Don't hear, let April Richardson hear you say I that. know, I'm, I'm, I, but I'll stand by it. I'll stand by it. it She'll it, break a bottle of cheer wine over your head. She will break a bottle of cheer wine over my head, and, and I may deserve it, but but I, I will stand by the fact that they do not hold up as much as... They have some songs that are still good, but but their over, mm-hmm. overall doesn't hold up. They're not a very good band for like longevity, in my opinion. And maybe I'm talk- I'm thinking about the, the the newer stuff. Okay. Anyway, so I think we've put this one to rest. Have we? No, I think I think the answer is I think if they were doing it as some sort of rollicking, you know, Age of Aquarius slash. Well, I want to know when it happened. I want to know when, in theory, it happened. It was reported in the '90s. But I think it matters. I think it's different if it was Ziggy Stardust era or if it was Thin White Duke era. Because I think if it was Thin White Duke era, it was probably... See, I'm reading something now that in Playboy in 1976, David Bowie said, it's true, I'm a bisexual. Not seven years later in Rolling Stone, he was basically saying, yeah, I was just trying to shock people. Yeah. And I, you know... And stick my penis in men. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, I think they traded off, is the answer. In theory. In theory. Right. Yes, not to incur but, the wrath of of Bowie or Jagger's attorneys. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I don't know, it's so weird to me. It's weird to me even now. I occasionally write for a gay and lesbian magazine called The Fight Magazine. For example, I did a story on the West Hollywood City Council, and it's like... Not only is it okay to be gay, it's kind of a prerequisite for the position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, well, um, if you're going to represent the... Yeah. Yeah. It's like a jury of your peers. Um, yeah. So, I mean, so some people, it's just such not a big deal. And yet still, there's actors and actresses and people in the public eye. And there's somebody specifically I was doing a story on. And I was basically, the person was telling me, I know that you respect, like, outing people. Like, yeah. like or, or, It's their choice. You it's respect that choice. it's their choice. You yeah. respect that, you respect what it means to out yourself yeah. or be outed. Um, and, and this is me as a straight man, like, you know. You just outed yourself straight, dude. Yes, I did. I have straight privilege, and it, to me, it's just you know, it's all intellectual. For a person who's actually <laughs> seriously, if as a person who's living with in this living society, with your, living with your straightness, <laughs> the burden of being straight. A, a gay or lesbian person who is living in a society where homosexuality is sometimes still taboo. Okay, but that's my thing. Like, I don't understand why it's still such a big deal for people. But I say that behind a big veil of of straight privilege. I still, but I just wish it wasn't such a big deal. So, like, well, if, 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 if Bowie is, we, I, he's not. No, no, I, I take I mean, him at his word. He's although Iman is kind of mannish. Um, the, uh, well, her name is I Man. I Man, comma. There's a comma. Um, well, I, I think it's, it's tough to be a member of any minority group. You know, the, the, there's comedians who are gay, and I think you and I both know yeah, I've or heard, have heard that they're gay, but sure. the public doesn't know, and they sure. totally pretend not to be. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I think again, it's there's the there's you know the greater public, you know, hoi polloi, who may not be accepting of alternate lifestyles or whatever. Yeah. Um, or. or they think it's going to cost them rolls or whatever. Yeah, or, or and and on the other side, doesn't dinner yeah. rolls sound good? Right now? Uh, Butter, mm. that would be all right. Um, I, yeah, I just I don't. I, I'm gay for dinner rolls. You are totally. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, I think that there's there's uh, 
feeling that you're going to be, you know, pigeonholed or blackballed or whatever. Um, <laughs> you're doing that on purpose. I am. Or cornholed. <laughs> or have your salad tossed. I'm just saying. Or scissored. Cut from projects. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, so, I mean, who, who knows what, what goes on? I, I can't, uh, you know, pretend to know what goes on in people's private minds about what their choices, you know, to live their life above board, whatever. Mm-hmm. Coming this fall on CBS, Private Minds. Private Minds. Totally. Is, is it a CBS show? It, it should be. Like a CBS show, <laughs> uh, um, I just I want everybody to be ha- I want everybody to be happy, and I, want I don't want everybody to be happy. I don't want to be serial killers to be happy. Okay. I, I want w- child molesters to be happy. Right. I want them to be fucking miserable. Let me preface this. I want to. <laughs> I want all good, decent people to be happy, and good and decent people include gay, lesbian, transgender people. Unless like, they're horrible people. Yes. <laughs> Um, uh, if you're a horrible person... Like Eileen Warnas. She was a lesbian okay. and a serial killer. Okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> John, but, John Wayne Gacy. Yes, horrible. Okay, so with the obvious exceptions, I want everybody to be happy. And, and you should be able to love who you love and live out loud, man. Or woman. Like just, or woman with a Y. Yeah, I mean, it's just... No, I, I, I draw the line there. <laughs> if you spell woman with a Y... I go I go back and forth about that because on one hand it's like yeah if if you're a woman and you feel more empowered by having it spelling it with a y who am I to say but then on the other hand isn't woman just man but with like two more awesome letters like aren't you in the better position here I'm just I'm just the man you are the whoa man that's more awesome you're 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 moving you're, and we're all human so you're all you're, you're moving close to uh, Mike Myers poetry and so I married an <laughs> right, right. woman whoa man um yeah baby I just can't give a lot I can't give much of a shit about how other people live their lives I mean mm-hmm. that's really what it comes down to. And, yeah. I, and I honestly think they're that's that to me is the part it's it's not everyone's personal struggle about what they, how they live their life to me that I have a problem with because yeah, you're yeah, going to yeah. go through what you go through and I can never experience what you're going through except vicariously. Yeah. Um, it's the people who give a shit about how other people live their lives whose very, you know, whose very existence hinges on fucking with people who are not yeah. doing anybody harm but themselves and their, you know, the people around them, their, their, yeah. immediate, their immediate family, you know, if they're doing any harm to anybody, you know, and that goes for that. I mean, that's pretty libertarian. That's pretty classic libertarian. Right, I mean, right. Don't fuck with me and I don't care. Yeah. You no. know, I mean, there are certain things like killing people and things like that, that, that the state needs to get involved in, I think. But, but in general, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Fuck who you're going to fuck. But, you know, don't necessarily have a loud fuck party upstairs from me when I'm trying to sleep. Right. You know, it's like... Unless you're invited. Unless I'm invited. But but even so, you might want to have some respect for your neighbors. Yeah. But that doesn't, that doesn't mean I judge you for having a loud fuck party. Gay or straight. Which reminds me, I want to sneak this Although, in. straight swingers, almost <laughs> to a person. Fucking ugly. <laughs> I hope to... Yeah. Did we answer? We answered the question. Did we? Oh, about Jagger? Yeah. We yeah, answered right, about Jagger we're at 27 minutes, so we need to... Right. Well, well I, this is the Friday. This is the this Friday This is the Friday version. one. This is the experimental thing, series. It was fun. Um, at least recording them. We'll see what people think when they hear them. I'm, honestly, I don't give a shit what you people think about this. <laughs> uh, we have... We Not have, one single shit. 
We had a lot of great guests lined up. We just got to figure out when we're all available to sit in a room together. That's been a big hurdle lately, especially with me working this new job. But really, you you, you listen to the show for us. And specifically, I mean me. <laughs> um, so, uh, this being the end of... Come the- on! You know you do. The, the- I'm talking to you. <laughs> Not you. You. It's it's it, we're in we're in the month of April. Is anything coming up this month that people should know about while they're listening? That to we're this? that we're doing or that, that anybody's, anybody's doing? doing. I can't think of anything. It's Easter. I should have some news about the movie. Hopefully, at some point, it's Easter. Well, the Beast. Um, oh, we have another question. Oh, sweet Meredith Meek, who is an awesome girl who I went to high school with right. and saw our ten year reunion. She's yeah. definitely a cutie. Um, and one of the people who was awesome to hang out with at my 10-year reunion. Why can a bicycle go so much faster than a unicycle? I think that's a fair question. Uh, well, can, it might require science well, can, that can, I'm not capable of. Can, well, I think it's how it's geared. Because, because a unicycle is usually... Uh, isn't a unicycle usually pedaled directly? It's direct pedal. There's, unless it's a tall unicycle, it doesn't have a chain. I think it's a it's completely it's a, a function of the um, ratio of the crank sprocket and the regular sprocket, the drive sprocket. I just figured two wheels equals faster than one wheel. Four wheels equals even faster. No, no, I don't think that's true. I think it has to do with the mechanics of of how the crank sprocket and the drive sprocket are the ratio. And congratulations on being engaged, Meredith. Well, I hope we answered your question. I hope that you feel awesome that you are called a cutie on a podcast, because you are. And I hope that you got dropped some scientific knowledge from Gene George. Uh, well, you know, I, I frankly, I don't know. I'm just saying, I think, I think because unicycles are, are pedaled directly, it's like, it's like a tricycle. You can only pedal as fast. It's a one-to-one ratio of your leg movements to the turning of the wheel. Whereas a geared, or a, a bicycle that has a, a drive gear and a crank gear. There's, I'm sure there's real terms for that. <laughs> and as a guy who rides a bicycle a lot, I should probably know those things. This is <laughs> this is <laughs> not voting well for my uh, scientific knowledge. I also hope this means there's people in Phoenix actually listening to the podcast because I still maintain until you. There is one person, Nick Moore from Phoenix, who did write in with some nice words about the podcast. Some, very good feedback about the podcast. He's the only person I know for sure in Arizona who knows what a podcast is because he responded about it. But Meredith, now, if you're asking a question for the podcast, I'm going to assume that you are as knowledgeable about podcasts as you are cute. How do you like them apples? That's a, I don't know. Is that a safe assumption? I like how we started this week with me afraid to acknowledge the attractiveness of uh, comedians and musicians who are female. And now I'm openly hitting on girls I went to high school with. Who are engaged? Oh, Brody, Brody, Brody. Um, I'd like to say I'm responsible for the flowering of your... For the, for the shedding of this, this artificial layer of, uh, of stodgy political correctness. Some people call it deflowering. I call it defiling. Your male hymen. Um, Are you going to watch that uh, Jody Hill movie coming out? <laughs> Male Hyman? No, it's actually called Your Highness, but I was hoping you would oh, follow through. I see. I, no, I, I didn't know where you were going with it. that. Didn't know where you were going with that. You blew it. Didn't know where you were going with that. No cats on the table. No cats on the table. 
What, what about machine guns? Like, do, 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 do. Um, what else do we want to say on this one? I don't know. I think we're pretty much done. We're at 32 minutes. That's a lot of crap. The sun's down. The cats are sleeping. The dog Midnight. is in the crate. Midnight. And the kitties are sleeping. Uh, hey, all- have you seen Eagleheart yet? No, I want to because Brett Gelman's pretty awesome and Chris Elliott is super awesome. And um... Maria Thayer is, is moderately awesome. No, <laughs> I don't know why you have to rank them like that. They're all awesome. It's a really funny show. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really I funny hear. show. Uh, Michael Gladys is channeling uh, uh, Orson Welles in Touch of Evil as the boss. Nice. Yeah. Um, no, what am I watching? I'm watching Justified and I'm watching... Hey, did I mention I'm watching 30 Rock? Yes, you did. I watched Breakout Kings because Teabag from Prison Break appeared as a character on Breakout Kings, which is awesome. I know that I'm the only person in the world who still cares about Prison Break. Yeah. Uh, but if I'm wrong about Except that... Except for those people that that dude killed. If you like Prison Break or you're a person the from family. Phoenix who knows what a podcast in is, please write into the show so we can prove that you exist. Except for, well, the families of that, the, the people that that dude from Prison Break killed probably care. The fictional families? No, no, no. Well, the actors. Oh, the real... Yes, exactly. Oh, too soon? (sighs) I I honestly am not going to lose any sleep over that one. Yeah. Watch that be the one thing people call us out for. Right. Um, In a week that included (laughs) me saying the C word a bunch of times, uh, (laughs) fag in a cage... (laughs) Being disparaging uh, about Bowie, Jagger, and Myers. I was I was I disparaging about Myers? Absolutely. I will stand. I will stand by my disparagement of of Mike Myers. Well, that was fun. It was a fun week of experimental minisodes called the Shaky Town Radio Minute. Uh, as always, well, Shaky we've had Town these before, so Radio. it's really not an experiment. That's true. Well, but we haven't run one. We've never won. We've never done one a day. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we'll have. Guests for you to hear that our chats with at let's, some point. Let's, let's pull that back a notch. Okay, though. we're gonna have guests for you to hear us chat with. If that's your bag, <laughs> by all means, let us know if this annoys the crap out of you. No, wait. Let me pull that back. By all means, let us know if this was awesome for you. <laughs> let me try it. Please let us know how awesome this was for you. Oh yes. When you're telling us how awesome this was, <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening, and uh, as always, you can reach us at uh, our various places you can get us at, shakytownradio.com. Shakytownradio.com, at shakytown, on Twitter. Radio. Radio. Yeah, not shakytown, that's somebody else. That's some poor woman who probably gets sick of uh, getting uh, tweets. When's Paul Tom is going to be on the show? No, I don't, I don't know who you anybody, are. I don't think, I, I've accidentally tweeted once right. with that, at shakytown. Why is somebody... Tweeting at me about Eli Breda and then fat girls. <laughs> hey, Braden's uh, Braden's doing a show tonight. Eli Braden's uh, well, yeah, but it'll be too late. No, I know it's too late for everybody. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying to you. I hope that went well, Eli. Yes, and good job on being on Howard Stern. Was he on Stern? Yeah. I did not hear this. Yeah. I, I've been on like enforced Twitter drought. Would you say you were surprised to find out? Would you say that this was the biggest surprise you've ever had on the show? No. <laughs> no, it's up there though. I would say it, it probably ranks up there. Um, but it was not the most surprising guest. That True. was the question. Guest, what guest surprised us the most? We've learned a lot. This Dan week. Byrne was a surprise guest. Like literally, like we didn't know he was going to be on the show. That's true. That's true. 
I should have mentioned that. And it was one. kind of awesome. We knew Common Rotation would be on. We knew they'd talk with us. We knew they'd play songs. We did not know Dan Byrne was going to also be there. That's true. That's true. It was surprise! a surprise. But was that the biggest surprise? Was that the most surprising guess? We just answered your question on this minisode. Yes. We did. <laughs> oh, is she in for a treat? Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Um, hope you had a great week, and I hope you enjoyed the um, this format. And if you didn't, you can stuff it up your butt. That's the perfect place to end. <laughs> We're done. The song you're listening to is called Tried So Hard. The band is the Flying Burrito Brothers, the greatest country rock band maybe of all time. Uh, started putting out music uh, in the late 60s. There's dozens of live albums and studio albums and compilations. Go pick up any of them. Go pick up all of them. You can find us on the internet at shakytownradio.com. You can Twitter us at at shakytownradio. You can like us on Facebook at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash shakytownradio. Send us an email at shakytownradio at gmail.com or call us on the Shakytown Radio hotline at 626-66-SHAKE. That's 667-4253. That's the same number. Thank mm-hmm. you.